Hey, 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 closet busters and bold move makers. It is time once again for Life Uncloset. So I want you to gather around because it is time once again to kick down those closet doors of your life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens. I'm the bold move expert and that coming out guy who's going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloset. So come on along with me and grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into facing your fears, making your bold moves, and living life without apologies. Now let's get to the show. So here we are as LGBTQ individuals. In fact, this episode is for both my audiences, Life Uncloseted and 40 Plus Gay Men Gay Talk. And as LGBTQ plus individuals, well... I wish our magic unicorn lives could keep us from aging, but they don't. And in one day, we are all going to hit that moment where maybe I need to go to a retirement community, or maybe it is to a place to go through that quote-unquote end-of-life stuff, and it may just put us back in the closet. And I know that may be shocking to many of you to go, I don't want to hear that, I want to hear that, I want to hear that. Well, we're going to talk about it because... It needs to be talked about. And I have an amazing guest who's doing some beautiful development stuff in the lovely city of Palm Springs to help our LGBTQ community who is going into that beautiful world of their golden years and helping them find a safe, beautiful, happy home to, hey, enjoy their life. So his name is Lauren Ostro. He's a developer. He has done many things in the real estate business. And good on him that he's done casinos, hotels, shopping centers, restaurants, condominiums, all these sort of commercial developments. But in his heart of hearts and being a gay man himself, he's like, wait, let's not forget this issue could be a big one. So I'm so I really am blessed to have Lauren here today because this is something that I think about. I'm a guy 59 years old and Things are good right now, but I always think about, well, what happens with my hubby and I when we get to that space? So, Lauren, I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. I'm happy to be here. So you've been in development, real estate, all this sort of stuff for the best part of your life, right? Yeah, basically for all of my life. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I or all of my professional life, let me say. Yep. I, I was a real estate lawyer originally uh, mm-hmm. with a commercial law firm in Los Angeles and did real estate, commercial real estate. Um, and then maybe seven years after I started practicing law, I joined with a couple of partners from that law firm and went into the real estate development business. And we started off building hotels. We built Embassy Suite Hotels and some other brands. And then I got into the casino business with one of my partners, who's a straight guy, but has been my friend for ever since I've been in Los Angeles since 1976. And uh, he and I built casinos in Louisiana, Mississippi, Indiana, places like that. Mm-hmm. And in 2019, we um, sold our last casino mm-hmm. in in uh, uh, Bossier City, Louisiana, which is Shreveport, Louisiana. Yep. And, uh, and to his credit, Paul Alanis, who's my straight partner, mm-hmm. said to me, come on, Lauren, you've been talking about this for 25 years. Let's go do it. Mm. And he was talking about senior housing for the LGBTQ community. Cause I have been talking about it for 25 years. You know, wow. I knew that this was coming down the pike. I knew that our, you know, as you said, we're going to get older as well. And, uh, mm. and I knew that there were going to be issues for our community. 
uh, in finding safe spaces yeah. in the senior world. Well, and it is a it is a huge issue. I mean, I have lots of friends who are marching just like me towards that. I have friends who've been in that world, and and some of them it's been very devastating for them. You know, if they if they have a partner, they've lost a partner, and then they're like, well even if I've got enough money in the bank, it's kind of redundant for me to try to keep this. And now I feel lonely. I'd like to go somewhere where I have community, but then sometimes you go to even a community like a Palm Springs or, you know, any of these other areas. And they're like, well, I can't really afford this on my own, but maybe if I could find the right place and then where does that leave them? Well, you will show up and nothing wrong with hetero world. I'm not going to bash heteros, but there's just different things. It's almost like coming out of the closet all over again. And, uh, you exactly, know. exactly. And and what ends up happening is a lot of people go back in the closet mm-hmm. uh, bec- because uh, either the people who work in these in these properties are unfriendly uh, or the other residents are unfriendly. I mean, you hear stories of people having to put aside or, or hide their personal photographs because mm-hmm. people might see them with somebody of the same gender and and not be kind to them. So you have you have an organization like Sage, which mm-hmm. goes to these properties and, as I say, kind of sarcastically, teaches them how to be nice to us. Right. Um, but but it's not the same thing as being in a community of like-minded people right. that don't have to be taught to, to be kind to us because right. they are us. Well, and it puts such a mental. I mean, I think if most of us would go back to the mental strain and shame and guilt and all that sort of stuff we went through prior to coming out and even living as out proud people to go through that all over again. It's almost like we already went through this once. (laughs) Do we really have to go through it at that level again? And I've talked to a couple of people in the past that they're like, I truly wish at times that, you know, I I truly wish I would just have a heart attack because it's, it's just, it's too painful to try to be this and try to, I feel like I'm playing the dual roles again, all over again, or I'm, you know, I, I have to be very careful about my mannerisms or I have to be careful, as you said, pictures in my quote apartment or room or whatever it may be. And then, you know, it's just, you realize how far we have not come when you get put into these situations. So, um, sure. so what's the thing you're most proud about, about, Living Out, um, which is the name of the the development, Living Out Palm Springs. What are you most proud about what it is that you're putting together there? Boy, I'm proud of a lot of a lot about it. No, you uh, can but... only be proud of one thing. More. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm most proud of the fact that I'm doing it. Yeah. You know, I'm most proud of the fact that I'm providing, you know, something that will be a wonderful experience for people mm-hmm. as they get older and, mm-hmm. and a comfortable, safe experience. I was on the board of the, uh, I still am on the board of the Los Angeles LGBT Center. I've mm-hmm. been on the board since 1993. And, you know, even then they were talking about senior housing and, and senior issues and senior, senior programming. And I was on the board of the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force in uh, the beginning of 2000. And, and they were doing studies on seniors, LGBT seniors. And it was obvious that yep. you know society no matter no matter how forward our society has moved kind of in a legal way that our society still that there's a lot of uh homophobia in our society and you know so i'm proud of the fact that i'm providing a place you know mm-hmm. and that that people are gravitating to it i mean 
people, when, when I explain this to a straight person, they often say to me, well, what about this? And why are you doing this? And why are you doing this? And when I explain it, what I'm doing to a gay person, they immediately go, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, of course, of course. Right. And, and so I'm very proud of the fact that, that it's something that people really want and are craving. Right. Um, and so what's and, one of those things uh, that you say to a straight person they don't get, but the gay person does like immediately. I mean, there's a whole, whole bunch of stuff that just flashed through my head, but I'd love to hear. Well, like, well I'm one constantly, of I'm constantly asked by straight people. Well, can I live here? <laughs> uh, like, it's, no, <laughs> it's very interesting. And, you know, obviously uh, discrimination laws don't, don't prevent discrimination against, against gay people, but they may prevent discrimination against straight people. And so what I say is, well, of course, you're welcome to live here. And that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are welcome. I said, but you always have to be uh, open to living in a gay culture. Right. Because this is going to be gay. This is going to be LGBT. It's not a it's not a retirement community where the people happen to be LGBT. It's a right. community that's celebrating being right. LGBT and celebrating the cultural aspects of our society. So I said to them, you have to be comfortable. In fact, I said that to my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And she said to me, well, what does that mean? She said, you know, I've I've lived next to you and Brian for you know, 30 years almost. And, right. you know, we go out to dinner and, you know, we socialize. And I said, but it's not the same thing. And I give a very stark example of uh, to, to straight people of what they need to think about. And I say, so you go down to breakfast and you meet this lovely guy and you have, you enjoy the conversation with him and you're looking forward to seeing him at dinner and you go down to dinner and you look around and you don't see this guy, but then you see somebody who looks like this guy, but he happens to be in a dress. Mm. So how are you going to feel about that? Mm. You know, how are you as a straight person going to feel about that? And you often see straight people say, Oh, I understand this really isn't for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and yep. and uh, but it and it often is a shock to them when I right. when I say. But that. I think also just the simplest things of like, okay, you're going to be in a community where you know two men, two women are going to be walking around holding hands and giving each other affection and kisses. So, in the bigger world, I wish it was more. You know, I think the younger generation feels much more comfortable doing that at times. My husband and I, we feel very comfortable, but it's not like we're going to walk through downtown LA holding hands all the time. But in a community like that, where it's, it's the quote safe bubble, absolutely. You know, exactly. in a community like that, and, you know, Palm Springs is a beautiful outdoor oriented community during season and even non gay resorts, you know, people are used to like, they're going to be in their swimsuits and everything. So if you were a heterosexual person at that community, are you going to be super comfortable with some of the residents maybe actually like in speedos all the time, or maybe even if there's clothing optional facilities on site, you know, this is, this is what you need to be comfortable in is people's gender sexuality expression period. And it doesn't make people comfortable. That's the thing. And it's unfortunate that we're still, that's where we are in the world, but you know, I can see that I could see that in a, in a, in a huge way, making somebody, quote feel uncomfortable but this is the reality you know we as we as gay lgbtq people you know i always want to say to you know a heterosexual couple that's uh, holding hands and kissing all over the place and you know it's so funny we were we were at the pantages just a month or so ago saw a show 
And there was this couple sitting right in front of us. And it's like, I really wanted to lean over and say, Hey, I'm so glad you guys feel comfortable doing this, but can you just go get a room for crying out? Cause I, I mean, he was groping her boobs and everything. I'm like, okay, I'm not a prude. I am the furthest thing from a prude, but how would you feel if I was grabbing my man's junk right here in the theater too? You know, it's kind of exactly, like, exactly. But and it, in, and, in and our it's world, accepted. it's accepted in, in yes. your world. Oh, sorry. No, but it, it's so, it's so accepted. But then when you turn and you flip that complete situation around, it's like, oh, clutch their pearls, right? <laughs> like right. what just happened to you, you know? Right. But, um, but, well, I think it's you know, it's beautiful that you're bringing that stuff up, though, because just the conversations alone, like with your neighbor and having more of these conversations, that's the reason I was so badly said yes, when I like, yes, I want to have Lauren on here is because I think sometimes in our own community, we can forget this is where we got to keep doing the work every day. We got to keep doing the work because as we age, it's going to be even more important to say I'm still here. I'm still queer. So just because I'm over and, 60 or 70 doesn't mean I don't fit in that world anymore. Right. And and you know how internalized homophobia stays with us, notwithstanding yes. all the work that, that people do to mm-hmm. be out and, and mm-hmm. uh, to fight what society has taught us about ourselves. It's still there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to to subject someone to that. You know, it's just to me as an anathema. I, I just don't. I don't want to have that. And, right. And not not like I'm somebody. You know, saying I'm providing this and I'm giving this to you. It's it's our it's our community giving to each other. It's mm-hmm. really about community. When people, you know, it's it's an amazing property. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if you want me to talk about that. Yes, I do. I want to talk about it because I, I think it's important to talk about. This doesn't have to be something that's just. <laughs> It doesn't have to be some shitty, I'm going to just say it, some shitty retirement yeah. center, right? Right. And it doesn't right. have to be the Ritz-Carlton either. It can just be, this has, a, I, I mean, I've seen a little bit about it and I'm like, it has that life and breath of life in Palm Springs. You know, that's what it has. Very yeah. simple. It's, it's, a, um, it's nine acres of land. It's a 122 unit uh, property. It's in it's one building, but in three different wings. So everybody has a view of the mountains. One of the you know, Palm Springs is surrounded by three mountain ranges. Right. And so you you somebody is looking at some mountain. Um, and they're very nicely appointed. They're they're beautiful uh units. Um and in the building there'll be a, a restaurant. Uh, that is going to, as part of your rent, you'll get free breakfast, continental breakfast. Um, but then the restaurant will be open to the public uh, for lunch and for dinner. And it's going to be headed by Susan Feniger, uh and Mary Sue Milliken, who are the, uh, the restaurateurs who started City Restaurant in Los Angeles in the 80s, uh, who started Border Grill, uh, who, who run Border Grill Restaurant, uh, mm-hmm. Socolo in Santa Monica. I, I think they're probably two of the most famous women entrepreneur chefs in the world. Uh, Susan is the co-chair of the LA LGBT Center board right now as a dear friend, and she's coming to Palm Springs for her first venture. So the restaurant will be a gathering point, not only for the residents, but for the community. There'll be a wonderful bar with a piano, there'll be a piano bar, um, 
a theater, a 24-seat theater, um, a uh, lounge, kind of like a Starbucks lounge where people can gather and have coffee in the morning, uh, pastries, um, with a beautiful outdoor dining. They, the restaurant will have beautiful outdoor dining as well. Uh, there'll be a salon. Uh, there'll be massage uh, services. Um, there'll be a game room, a card room, uh, a room to uh, do arts and crafts. Um, and then outside it, on nine acres, there'll be a beautiful swimming pool uh, that I des I wanted designed specifically to be both for exercise, but also for people to sit around and, and talk. Uh, everything we've done is really intended to promote people interacting. Uh, there's a putting green, bocce ball courts, a beautiful event lawn. I keep saying beautiful. I think the whole thing is beautiful. Right. But it, it, a large event lawn where I'm hoping to bring the kind of entertainment that you see in Pito mm -hmm. in the summer. In yep. fact, I'm talking to one of the producers of, of that in P-Town to come and do it at living out in the, in the winter when he's not busy at P-Town. That's uh, awesome. And to have Broadway stars and to have drag queens and, and shows. Um, and there'll be a community garden. There'll be uh, walking trails on the entire west side of the building facing the mountains. And then I think the most important feature for our community is that there'll be a large pet park um, mm. that'll be divided into lar uh, large dog and small dog areas. And next to it will be a pet facility that will be um, run by a third party, a, a friend of mine who runs tail waggers in Los Angeles. Oh, uh -huh. very, very successful uh, pet store in, in Los Angeles. And there'll be a pet store and a grooming facility and a daycare facility and an overnight facility mm. for people's for people's pets. Uh, both awesome. for our residents and for the public. Um, amazing. So it, it it's going there's there's going to be lots and lots of activity, and people can choose to not participate or participate. But I'm hopeful that you know people will step out their door and and find community and find happiness as they get older. That's amazing. It was so interesting. I was talking to a friend of mine about this interview, and I said, "Oh, you, I'm interviewing this guy, Lauren. He's building you know building this community in Palm Springs." And his first response was, why didn't he have Palm Springs? It's already there. I'm like, well, it is to some degree, but you don't get it once you reach a certain age or maybe you don't want to just be in your own home and you don't. I mean, we're, my husband and I are in our I mean, I'm, I'll be 60 next year, but he's he's in his mid 50s and we moved into our place because it's like we're done. We're, we're so done taking care of big yards and all this sort of stuff. We kind of overcorrected a little bit. So we, yeah, we'd like to get a little bit more, but um, damn COVID proved that, yeah, we can live together, but not in a house this size. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um, you know, it's interesting to see this. And so as well, I was talking to him about it, it's like, oh, I guess. And I said, and you should see like there's pools and there's bocce ball and there's theater. And I said, golf. And he goes, nobody gay plays golf. I'm like, don't do that. There's a lot of people who play golf that are sure. gay. I said, Sure. I play golf. And he goes, you do? And I'm like, yes, I love to play golf. I'm not good at I mean, it, but 
This you is know? the dinosaur classic. It's a, exactly. It's a I know. Event. That's what I said. You, you do know lesbians love golf, right? I'm like, <laughs> you do know that, right? It's the only balls they seem to like, but they do like to play golf. So, <laughs> but um, and no, any of our lesbians that are listening, that's not an offense. I'm making that fun and having fun with you here. But I love it because I know this isn't this isn't like one and done. You you've got plans to like take this nationwide and if this begins to take hold and i know there's some others out there that have done you know they've done their fair share of doing some of this but i don't think i haven't seen anything quite on this quote scale to like hey we're really trying to build like the best not like best like nobody can afford this but like we're taking this up a notch i think it will give some hope to people who are like this is my worst nightmare this is the worst thing i want to see happen to me you know and knock on wood in fact, Rick, it has given people hope, but you know, it, in it is it it's not an inexpensive place to live. Right, right. Uh, yep. The cost of land, the cost of building, you know, it's it's an expensive proposition uh, yep. to to build something like this. So it's it's a fairly high end property, even for Palm Springs. Uh, right. So so people have called, and and you can hear when they hear what the price range is that sense of disappointment mm. because i know it does give them hope you know and they're saying maybe this is a solution for me right and so i'm hoping that you know in other places maybe i can do this for a lower cost mm. maybe there are other developers who are who want people always say to me are you worried that others will come in i say what are you kidding you know there's so much need for this around the country mm-hmm. that i'd be delighted if others you know, started to do this. Honestly, Lauren, I think one of the very, and it may have been since you, you said you were on the board, you were, were you involved with creating change? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So this would have been years ago, but my husband and I went to one of theirs in Atlanta, probably six, eight years ago. And I remember having a conversation with somebody there. It's like, well, you know, because I was talking about coming out and coming out late in life. And I'm like, you know, one of, this is a big thing for people who come out late in life. Like, okay, I've already kind of prepared my way this way. And now because I came out of the closet and now I've gone through a divorce and, you know, all this, everything that I had prepared for, I'm starting over again. Right. Mm-hmm. And now how do I do this? And am I going to be able to do this and all this? And then is there even anywhere to go do this? I'm like, well, yes and no, not really right now. I mean, people have been talking about it, but I remember having those conversations. In fact, there was a hundred gay men or thousand gay men organization in LA that I used to belong to when we lived in that area. And I remember at one of our meetings, this was a big conversation. This would have been clear back in like 2004, 2005, because they did a very good job of like within that community, like we had the elders, then we had what they kind of called the quote adult gay men. And then we had the youth. So it wasn't just young guys, but like 20 to 30 somethings, then us 40 to 50 something, then the elders. And we all kind of worked together. The programs were programming together. We respected like the different generations. And I remember at one of those meetings, it came up or actually it was one of our weekends that we did close to the, the LGBTQ center when it was not in the heart of WeHo like it is now. And, um, Somebody said, but why are you guys so worried about this? <laughs> of course, you know, there was like us 40 on ups looked at this kid and like, you don't get it, do you? You really, 
you know, but yet here you are struggling to even do housings at 20, 30 something, but they're not computing that in their head. Like, can you imagine trying to do what you're doing at 20, 30 years old and trying to do it at 50, 60, 70? It's the same challenges. And I think the sooner we make this happen and make it, you know, available in so many different ways. And I love hearing that you're like, yeah, I'm not afraid of competition. This is what makes the world go round. I mean, if you were afraid of competition, you would have never built hotels for crying out loud. So, <laughs> and I, I say that from a place of truth because I was in the hospitality industry for 25 years. So I, I know what you speak of in there, but um, so it's, it's so cool. So when is it going to open? I think that's something listeners would love to hear. Be- beginning of April. Nice. Uh, April, 2023. Yeah. That's, right. that's around the corner, man. Oh, it's, is... it's happening. It's happening. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, we had the groundbreaking November 5th of, of last year. Wow. And we're about to have in uh, middle of November, a beam siding where mm. they're going to put in, put in place the last beam and, and people will come and, and sign it. And, and I mean, to see in the course of a year, these these three huge wings of a building, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's so magical. I mean, it's I'm really, sure. Really magical. Yeah. Um, and especially and, as a, as a builder developer, you know, there's nothing like, I mean, I, my dad was, was a contractor. So I was in that business for years and I hated every minute of it. I hated <laughs> being on the construction crew. I loved seeing what would happen when, you know, but I remember one of our biggest projects, and this is when we lived in in the Bible Belt, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and I wasn't out of the closet mm-hmm. at that time. But um, we built a home for a couple of biggies. So Frank Keating, who was a uh, U.S. House of Representatives, said, oh, he was mm-hmm. a senator for a while. And then we built um, a weekend home for his mother-in-law, who her and her husband were the Skelly Oil people. And I just remember... One of the big things that we built was this huge hunting lodge in that same area. I can't remember the guy's name we did that for, but I'm talking like huge beams, like huge, like we're talking those three, four foot, you know, compressed beams that come in to hold this amazing structure. And there was this spiral staircase that went all the way through the center of the home. And I remember, and I wasn't, I wasn't good with heights then, and I'm really not good with them then, but I was standing on top of that, that structure watching that last beam come into place and just that feeling like well first of all i'm like thank the fuck god so i don't want to be standing (laughs) up here anymore and i knew that as soon as that beam was in place then what was going to go on top was the big skylight dome that was going to be the thing that that would light the entire stairwell but just knowing wow we did this this thing actually happened you know and that was for a single individual i can't imagine I can kind of, but I can't imagine what it's like when you see like a dream like this, where you know it's going to be some come something for so many people. Right. And you see the people involved, like the contractor, mm-hmm. who's never, I don't think, ever done anything in the for the LGBT community, really seeing mm-hmm. how people are pulling together and how important this is mm-hmm. when people come to the site to meet our marketing director, who's her name is Luann Boylan, and she's been on the board of the center with me since 1993. She's an amazing, amazing woman. And she she's doing the marketing, and she brings these people. And you can see the emotion, you know, and it, because they realize it's really for them. It, it's yep. for them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just such an amazing experience to see the contractor. 
and the bank. I mean, the Tory Pines is is a bank in San Diego that, you know, it's not easy to get a, a $42 million construction loan. Uh, and, At least not in this day and age, for dang yeah, sure. So. And, and, you know, when I did my pitch, you know, they were asking all sorts of questions and, and uh, I was doing it, you know, over the phone because of COVID. And uh, this week I was with the bank and one of the people came over to me and said, you know, Lauren, when you did, I listened to that pitch and everybody in the room really understood how important this is for a lot of people. And so, you know, I'm thrilled that you got, you know, this straight contractor and this straight bank and this straight architect, and they're all seeing, you know, they're seeing the challenges of our community and responding in a, in a really lovely way. Well, and it not only, not only for our community and Palm Springs is, you know, I feel like I'm going to say this and preach it to the choir, but Palm Springs has always been, it's been that LGBTQ like destination sort of space along with some of the others that was like, can you just please go home? But, um, but um, it does so much for that community too. Like the community of Palm Springs, that, that whole Valley. And as I was thinking about this conversation, I'm like, you know, this is like, it's like, here's the inspiration, the inspiration to go do this and replicate and bring this, you know, I, my husband and I are headed to Seattle in a couple of days to go see our kids. And I was thinking, so what if somebody wanted something like in a city like that, or in New York city or in, in Phoenix, or, you know, you, you start thinking in Denver, in Boulder, you know, I'm like, Sure. If I really wanted to like say my I want to spend my last years on this planet in a space where I felt safe and I could do this my options are pretty limited without being in a home like I am right now beautiful home but going well it's either stay in this and then have to like bring people in or go be somewhere where I can like be around my quote own people and really continue to celebrate who I am in the world so right. I think it's right. amazing what you're doing and I'm so glad to see it happen. And I'm excited to know when it's open. So <laughs> we're due for a trip to Palm Springs. So maybe about that time it right. opens, we'll be down there and just like, Hey, let's go swing by. We haven't been there in a couple of years, but um, right. so, but it's beautiful. I invite everyone to go check it out. The website alone just will have you salivating if for nothing else to like, yeah, it's time to go to Palm Springs. You know, it's time to go check it out. <laughs> It's so, always uh, time to go to Palm Springs. It's always time. There. Yes, yes. It's I, I really, mean, really nice there. It, it's like I'm not a big like. Let's drive somewhere to go somewhere, but um, I will drive to Palm Springs even from Central Coast California. It's like you know, it's yeah. seven hours, but um, it's not a bad drive provided you get through. <laughs> if you get through Pasadena, LA, at the right time of day, and leave and get through them again at the right exactly. time of day. But uh, so whereabouts I mean, in right. Palm Springs is it? I mean, I'm I'm kind of looking at it's. Uh, it's on Takwitz Canyon which mm -hmm. is the road that goes from downtown to the airport yep, directly yep. to the airport. And it's like halfway. It's just uh, okay. between, between sunrise and Cabo gotcha. Okay. Uh, it's cool. a great, it's a great, great location. Yeah, that's a great Beautiful location. Piece of land. Yeah. Um, but you know, as you mentioned, there's lots of places mm -hmm. in, in America where this will work. Yep. And I, one, one of the things that's important, I think is for, for the living out brand, is to do it in a place where there's a uh, supportive LGBTQ community, and, mm -hmm. and, you know, besides this community. Because uh, yep. I, I don't want people to be, 
you know, isolated in the living out community and not have any interaction. Right. And in a place in a place like, you know, um, Arkansas, I suspect there's there's no place where that would work. Yep. But I think in Dallas it would work. Dallas it could it work. Have, yep. It would work Old, in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. Boulder. Denver yeah, area, Denver, somewhere Denver, there. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle uh, yeah. you know, Boston, New York. There, there's lots of places. Obviously, it would have to be different. To, and Los Angeles, I mean, I'd love to find a location in Los Angeles mm-hmm. where this will work. But, you know, it, it's something that's so needed. And, and there's so many opportunities to find places to do it. Well, and that's the thing, I think. And, you know, somebody listening to this goes, oh, okay, so great. Once again, it's going to show up in all these places where – you know, I'm in the middle of Iowa and I feel so isolated and I'm like, yes, but I'm hoping if we keep fighting the good fight that the tides will one day, this will not be what it is. And maybe we can plop something down in God forbid, middle of Wyoming or South Dakota or something like that, where, because there's so many of us that would, I mean, I would love to get back, you know, it's kind of ironic. My, my grandfather's farm is no longer in our well kind of no longer in our world um we own all the mineral rights on the property but um it's right on the colorado river right between rifle colorado and grand junction so right in that beautiful area headed to aspen colorado right where a certain congresswoman is the congresswoman representing that area hopefully for not too long yes hopefully for not too long (laughs) if we can get rid of her with her other two you know tweedledee and tweedledum but um but I could never see like being comfortable enough to live in that area as a gay man, at least not now, which is such a shame because it's such a beautiful location. It's so beautiful. Now, could you do something like this in Aspen? Of course you probably could. You could probably do something like this, but then you, you got the same thing. People go, well, who can afford to live in Aspen snowmass, you know? So it, it would be a beautiful thing as time progresses to, yes, we diminish this craziness so that we can open all of our worlds, you know, to people that don't have the luxury of, I can't afford a Palm Springs or I can't afford this, or I can't even get, afford to move out of Iowa or Indiana. And I'm not knocking Iowa or Indiana people. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. having grown up in Northwest Arkansas, I can guarantee you, I totally feel that pain because it, it's just not that same energy that you get. But, um, I, again, I'm so excited to see this place and, um, come take a tour. Even if I'm just like, I want to see it. I know Lauren and I, he was on my podcast and really sure. see what happens because I, it's so exciting. I actually, while you were talking, I'm like, wait, the the maps on here on the site. So I zoomed in. I'm like, I know exactly where that is. So um, beautiful. location. It's a, it's a really wonderful location. An, yes. an interesting story of like interacting with yeah, straight yeah. people is when we were putting together the package for the lender and for the investors, you know, I had them draw on the map where arenas the arenas block was yeah yeah. and and my business partner said well why aren't you showing downtown why are you showing arenas and i said gay people don't go downtown they go to arenas that's right where that's where people go and it's we i walked it it's like 0.7 miles and we're going to have you know transportation and things like that but it it's right smack in the middle of palm Mm -hmm. springs you know people say to me how did you find this land and it was it we we had to be patient and find it, but yeah, yeah, no, because it it's in a beautiful location. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm just clicking around on the map right now as we're talking. I'm like, wow, it's close to here, it's close to there. It's great. So, um, but yeah, um, yeah. 
Well, again, Lauren, thank you. And a number one for spending time and sharing this because I want to get, I just felt like it was important to give people hope. You know, my, my one podcast is the 40 plus gay men, gay talk. So yes, bitches listen up because <laughs> this might be helpful to some of you very soon, but um, for everybody who listens to both my shows, life on closet as well, it's like, let's not be afraid of where we're headed, but let's start being open and having dialogue and having conversations and, and saying, yes, this is what we need for our community because it's easy to kind of live in the world uh, up to a certain stage of life and go, okay, here I go. And I'm not diminishing anybody that it's not easy to live in the world. Cause I know there's still a lot of that, but uh, right now my husband and I are very happy. We can live in San little San Luis Obispo and be who we want to be and enjoy it. But if something starts to go south, there's nowhere here for us when there's plenty of retirement places in this area, but I can guarantee you Paso Robles will not be one that I will go to because I do not want to be in any of those facilities just because I know the the majority of political climate in there is not in, in my favor. So, right. and that's I mean, where the name comes from. Yes. That's where the name comes from. Yep. You know, yep. where you can live out. Yes. You can live out. out and Absolutely. And be happy. Well, thank you for living out and loud your own way, Lauren. It's so good to have you on this podcast. And and I'm so glad we get to share you with both my audiences. And if anybody wants any information, it's very simple. You just go to the livingout.com website and you get everything. You get hungry for a trip to Palm Springs. I'm telling you, I'm just looking at these pictures going, I kind of <laughs> wish we weren't going to Seattle. I wish we were packing up and going to Palm Springs for the weekend. I hope my kids don't hear me say that because they're like, when, <laughs> when are you going to come visit, Dad? When are you going to come? We're coming finally. So, um, But anyway, so so very excited for you. And I hope nothing but best success and more properties coming your way. So thanks Thank again you, for man. being here, man. I, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family, another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end and it is time for all of us to sashay away and go face our fears, make those bold moves and stand up to living our life without apology. But before you do, I've got a favor to ask of you. Would you hop over to iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or wherever it is that you're listening to this and just give us a little bit of love if you like what we're doing here at Life Uncloseted. Here's what it does. It helps other people find the show. It helps other people get to know what we're all about. And you just might help change a life. In fact, if you really want to change a life, we'd love it if you just ask a friend to take a listen and see what they think. So that's it. Love you all deeply. I'm Rick Clemens, the host of Life Uncloseted. And never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping into living your life uncloseted.